the multiverse. Every existence multiplied by possibility and spread out in infinite measure. Now there is a malevolent force at work, one driven by a singular goal, the destruction of all there is. Right, so we are going to need a bigger team. You want some help? The entire universe needs you. Across space and time exist seven heroes who can save the multiverse. I'll find them. You are Clark Kent, right? Bruce? Kate? Hey everybody, welcome to You Have to Watch This Podcast. I'm Alan. I'm Ryan. And I'm Devin. And today we're going to talk about Crisis on Infinite Earths. The crossover between Supergirl, Batwoman, and The Flash for these this yeah. part. So these are shows that I have been watching for the last few years that I have a had a rough start with, but have completely just given into the awesomeness of it all over the last few years. So I want to dig into that. What do you mean? Okay. What do you mean rough start? Okay. So <laughs> in college, I think I talked about the TV show that we did with a friend of the show, Bill. Oh, friend of the show, Bill. Yeah. So there's a segment on that show called that shit ain't cute. Yeah. Uh, it, I took over that segment for somebody who graduated. So uh-huh. when Arrow first premiered, I watched the pilot and had like a three page long, that shit ain't cute rant. Yes. That was pretty much just me bitching the show out for ripping off Smallville the whole time. Okay. Okay. And uh, it, cause the Queens lived in the same mansion as the Luthers. Um, they wanted to be a Batman show, but they couldn't be a Batman show. Like, it, and they they like they did a whole lost lost joke that was like making fun of the ending of Lost. I was like, no, that is not how Lost ended. And I went into a whole tirade uh, <laughs> tirade about that. Um, oh, good. I'll have to find it and send it to you. But yeah, I I did not like Arrow. Could the pilot just soured me from the whole show for? Until they announced that they were doing The Flash, I think, is when I was like, okay, I guess That's I'll give so this show long. a... Well, The Flash came in in the second season, so it was only like a year and a half. Oh, okay. So I, I was just I like... I think I didn't know about these for a while. Yeah, so I think The Flash premiered the third season of Arrow. Okay. But he was on the second season, because they did like the crossover episode where Barry Allen comes in, but he's just a CSI. Um, uh. And we're supposed to care for some reason, because he does... Yeah. Um, <laughs> Alan has all the thoughts, guys. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I've been watching all of these shows since then. The only one I haven't watched yet is Batwoman, and that's just because of scheduling issues with my wife, who sure. wants to watch it. Um, from what I understand, you guys have not seen any of these shows before this crossover, correct? True. I've seen um, probably the first season and a half of Arrow. Okay. Yeah. So. The main thing with this crossover is it's its own thing Yeah. for the most part. They've been setting this up for the last year or so, but watching it, it's very standalone. Like, I don't think, like, yeah. were you guys confused at all not watching the shows recently? I think there were some people that I just had to catch myself up on, like Supergirl's friend who's a robot. 
Brainiac 5. Brainiac 5. I got it. I got Brainiac 5. But the second Brainiac 5 came on, I'm like, why is that long-haired man speaking so weird? Yes. And then I got it. Like, And there was a couple of things like that. But like, they do a decent enough job of saying, hey, here's this person. Here's what they used to mean to us. And here's what they mean to us. To the point where like some of it's really funny. And we'll yeah. get into some of that. Yeah. Um, Ryan, how about you? What did you think going into this? I didn't know what to think going into it because I've never watched any of these shows. Um, but from the three episodes that I watched, I mean, th- 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 they definitely have it as its own thing. Which, mm-hmm. as somebody who's never seen these shows before and starting off at this point, um, it it's well, it wasn't as confusing as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Because they do a good job of, like, introducing everybody. Yeah. And even people that they don't really introduce, um, I'm lucky enough to just to know who they are from just the comic book universe. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't realize that Constantine was a thing. Oh, yeah. Like. Oh, yeah. A- anything that... besides the comic book and the movie that I really like, I didn't realize that they were digging that deep for characters. Constantine's for this. interesting because he started off in his own show on NBC. Same actor. Mm-hmm. That show oh. lasted one season, got canceled. Then they brought him into Arrow for an arc, which we'll dive into later because it ties into Crisis. And yeah. then now he is a series regular on Legends of Tomorrow. Hmm. So if you like oh, wow. Constantine, uh, he's still around. Like He's a big part of this, of the Arrowverse, as it's yeah. called. So because I do like him a lot, like I like yeah. him in this, and I like the character itself. So I was really happy to see him. Yeah, he's he's really good. I haven't gone back and watched Constantine, but I know it's on the CW app for free. So if you wanted to oh, go in cool. and watch it, you can. Um, all right. So I definitely have questions about superheroes, and we can get more specific once we get to their parts. But there's a couple of them that I'm like, who was that? Okay. <laughs> Well, I want to start off by talking. We're gonna. This is gonna be hev- heavily spoilers, so. Oh yeah. Um, we're gonna start off with, like right from the get go. Um, so if you haven't seen Crisis yet, I highly recommend watching it. Even if you haven't watched these shows, but like, like superheroes, I I think it is yeah. worth diving into. Yeah, absolutely. It, I'm, I'm right there with you. If if you have any passable interest in any of these, it's totally worth the watch. Uh, it'll hold you over until they release the Snyder Cut. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Okay, so I want to dive in with the opening montage of the Earths because there's there's a lot to unpack there. Um, specifically Earth sixty six and Earth eighty nine. Sixty six made me so happy. I knew who that was right away. Oh yeah, they they announced that he was going to be on it. Uh, Burt Ward the. The Robin to Adam West's Batman yeah. shows up for a split second with Ace the Bat Hound and just does his signature catchphrase, uh, holy blankly blank in the blank, Batman. Like, yep. <laughs> I think it's Crimson Skies of Death. For yeah, I think one. that was so, it. Uh, uh, that was good. I like that one more, uh, much more than Robert Wool returning from Tim Burton's Batman and just kind of saying, I hope you're seeing this big guy. Is that who that was? Yes. That was Alexander Knox from Tim Burton's Batman. If you wow. haven't seen Tim Burton's Batman in a while, the, at the party scene at Bruce Wayne's house, Vicki Vale is with uh-huh. the reporter from the paper. 
who yeah. asked Bruce Wayne for a grant, and then Bruce Wayne says, "Oh, and Alfred, give Knox a grant." That's mm-hmm. Knox. Like he's the reporter who's wow. with like Vic, Vicky Vale throughout the whole thing. He's like the puppy dog pull. that's following her around. Like yeah. that's pretty much wow. what he is. So that is that you that Earth in this multiverse. Um, okay. So those are the two big ones from the first episode that they visited briefly. Um, because I don't re- like some. In that montage, were like some random superheroes like flying around. Who were they? Okay, so they do visit the Earth from Titans. That is on DC oh. Universe. So the Robin that you see there, it's Robin and Hulk mm-hmm. from Titans show up for a split second. Oh, got it. I think it's like Earth sixty something. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that that Earth shows up for a second. Then they show Earth X, which is from mm-hmm. two crossovers ago. That's the that's the Nazi Earth. Oh, it was Nazi Earth. Yeah, so that's where the ray was. Uh, okay. And it's kind of weird because it looks like they just took footage from that crossover and threw him in there. Ew. Yeah. Um, and I think I can't think of there being any other ones. There was like a, a it might have been the same guy I'm thinking of, the guy that was glowing and flying. Yeah that that was the ray. That's that was, him. That was okay. X. So. All right. So. The crisis starts. They bring everyone to Earth 38 to save Supergirl's world. Yeah, like right away. Like, yeah, I it, the the running joke in this is that everyone's just used to crossovers. And if it's somebody's first time in the crossover, they'll call it out. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll be like, oh, yeah, it's his first crossover. Like, I thought that was really fun. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. Um, they did it in the third part with the elongated man. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Which is, I said, is that a real person? Or is yes. Like, is that like glib? Like, no, he's been on the show for two seasons now, two and a half seasons. Ew. He's I, mean, good. I like his character, <laughs> Mister Fantastic. Is a better name, like elongated <laughs> man. Like, it just sounds like someone tall. Stretch Armstrong would be better. It would be. Oh, they need to get him. But I definitely like that running joke of of them going like, "Oh, it's his first time." I like yeah. that a lot. Um, the one thing yeah, that, that bothered fun. me d- diving into this was the amount of switching back and forth between the Earths. No, or... no, 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 just people flashing back and forth. Like the one person picking up this person, this person goes to pick up that person, and they're back inside this room, but then they go back somewhere else. There was a lot of flipping back and forth to where somebody like me diving into this—that's where I got confused, it... and I just figured it was like this doesn't matter in five minutes, they will be somewhere else. I'm not going to rewind this because yeah. they'll end I, up somewhere. I think it's because of the comic book nature of it all. Like that's Which how... I did like, I definitely like the script. Uh, uh, when it came to the writing, I, I definitely liked the way that they were talking. It was very comic booky, which I enjoyed. Yeah. It's much like, I don't want to shit on justice league too much, but it's so much better than justice league. Like <laughs> seriously, DC shouldn't even be bothering making movies. They should partner with the CW and just do what they want to do through that. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it, it seemed like they had a lot of plot that they needed to get through. It seemed like it was like the Gilmore girls where they were like, we have all of this and we have like three episodes to do it. Go. Uh, like, I would have watched a whole season of this. And like, yeah, I w- like this could have been eight, eight to 12 episodes. and would have been so happy that I agree with. I well, it's not even over yet. That's the thing. We have two more hours of this. 
Oh, wow. And I was amazed at how much they packed into that first hour. Yeah. Because in the first hour, you see Argo get destroyed, and then they're fighting mm. for Earth-38. And they yep. go and they go to rescue the baby Kent boy from Who, Jonathan? Uh, Jonathan. Yeah. Jo- yeah. John. John. Yeah. Jonathan. Yeah, like named after his adopted father. Oh, um, and they see old, old Haggard arrow. Yeah. Hmm. Which, so which is, was weird. Is he the arrow that happened when something went wrong. Like it looks like, I don't know, the, the lady in white, it looks like. At one point, she was supposed to die, and then she came back, but it looks like in his universe she didn't? Is that what that was? I think in his universe, she never came back. Yeah. The first episode of Arrow, he wrecks on the island and has his origin story. She was on the boat with him when he wrecked. So she she died. They know each other for that long? Did I forget that she was in, in that? She didn't show up again until the second season, halfway through, I think. That's why I forget her then. I forgot she came back. I didn't yeah. even know. Um, so wait, she's in the something of the universe or? Legends of Tomorrow. She's in Legends of Tomorrow. Yes. Okay, got it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she's in Legends of Tomorrow. So yeah, I, I just thought that whole subplot with the old Oliver was weird. I think it was mostly just there because they didn't have a chance to give her and him a scene together before oh. the ending of the episode. So they did sure. that to uh, just kind of tie off her loose ends and show how she feels about Oliver to this other Oliver who's not going to have the stuff happen to him. Uh, yeah. hmm. I'll flat out say it. I can't believe they killed him in the first hour. He was the best part of it. I liked what was going on. That made me want to stop everything and rewatch all of Arrow. He's so good. Yeah, they've been building up to him dying in crisis for the whole season. I was like, okay, he's going to die at the end of it because the last episode of the crisis is Arrow. Or the, it's not until the second chunk. Yeah, we haven't seen an episode of oh. Arrow yet. So I was like, okay, so we're just going to kill Oliver Queen on Supergirl. That makes sense. I'm so confused. <laughs> I, you think they're going to go back for old Haggard Arrow and be like, you're in. I don't know what they're going to do, but I was surprised that they killed him in the first hour. So like the next day, I was just like, how are they going to do that? Like, I, what do they do now? Though? Are they just going to leave him dead? And of course, they, they're like, nope, Lazarus Pits. I'm like, damn it. No. Like, don't use but that. It didn't work out well. Like, it I love that it didn't work out well. It didn't work. Like, they didn't get his soul back. So I don't know what they're going to do. Because he didn't want do. it, right? He didn't want to go back, so he's. I guess they just kill his body again. From, like, yeah, they just. From my point of view on that, I liked all of that simply because yeah. it fit the whole comic book feel. To it, it does because, yeah. because I feel like if you had somebody trying to make a legit, like I use the term legit very loosely, but if you try to make like a TV show or a movie based off the storyline, I feel like they would cut that out. Because it would be too comic bookish, too cartoonish. But I like that they kept that in there for that reason. The, I, I think the problem I have with it is just um, they use the Lazarus pits like they're a a ball pit in the Arrow show. Because like throw them in. Yeah, they they've used it too many times. So I'm just tired. Like it, it's one of those things where they say Lazarus pit. I'm like, oh. Hmm. 
Um, but <laughs> uh, like for like, this, it yeah. makes sense because in the show, they've destroyed all of the Lazarus pits. That's why they had to go to another yeah. Earth. An Earth for that like Earth thirteen. Yeah, an Earth with a Jonah Hex without the scar, which I thought was cool. Yeah, that was Jonah Hex, wasn't it? Jonah Hex is, shows up on Legends because they time travel and go to the Old West. So, Oh, that's funny. Yeah. By the way, I liked the introduction to Legends. I thought that was really fun. Where they were in the bar doing the trivia and like he stole Janis Joplin's hair, so he messed up the trivia. That's actually a thing that happened on the show. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, that, that was a like one-off joke? That was not just a one-off joke. That was an actual storyline. And I think the season premiere last year, they go to Woodstock. And ah. she sees a little tiny robot man. <laughs> so I, I did like I that, that introduction. Brandon Ralph on that show is fantastic. Like Brandon Ralph is the black haired guy. Yes. He's Ray Palmer. I, I have a question. Yes. Don't hate me. Is he also Superman? Yes. Why? Cause he was Superman in Superman returns. Oh my God. That was him too. Yes. Oh, so okay. the, the Superman with the black crest is the yeah. Superman from Superman Returns. From Superman Returns. Who that is, makes so much sense. Who is also the Superman from the Christopher Reeve movies. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. No, because, I guess I did know that. I guess I did. So, yeah, yeah. So that was the continuation of that Superman story. That's so all right, I'm going to say this now. I like what they're doing where they're canonically continuing these stories. Yes. And I know we're going to talk more about a couple of them, but mm-hmm. I like that they're doing that. And I think that's really well, cool. I think we can talk about that for a little bit. Do we want to talk about do, do we want to talk about that Superman first or do we want to talk about the Superman that is already in the Arrowverse before we dive into Let's the talk about other. the one that's already in the Arrowverse okay. because I didn't know so he did he show up first on Supergirl? He showed up on Supergirl when they brought it over to the CW. Like their season premiere was, oh, hey, here's Superman. Uh, because they had no, teased good. him the whole first season because they just didn't want to. I think I think Warner Brothers is still like, oh, yeah, we're going to use this guy in the movies. So don't really touch him with the TV shows. And then uh, um, Batman v Superman came out like, yeah, you know what? Whatever. Like, <laughs> here you go. You can have him. Yeah. Um so yeah, he showed up on Supergirl, and then they introduced Lois last year during the crossover. Um, and then they they went off to Argo to have a child, so he didn't have his Got powers it. at the beginning. And I really like the um, they just they just copy and pasted the Marlon Marlon Brando script from Superman the movie. They really did though. Uh, I really like that. Um, I I was like, oh god, you're killing Superman in the first five minutes, like. Yeah. Okay. Like, <laughs> and then he showed up again with Lois. I'm like, okay, you, I get why you save Superman, but why'd you save Lois? Like, but not she, the, she but, is... but not Supergirl's mom. Like, can you only bring two back? Like, why? Like, there were three. <laughs> Was this it? There were he's three. He's already people making quite like he's already made, in my opinion, very questionable decisions on what he's supposed. Oh, to that be guy. Doing. Yeah. The 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 time travel. Hair? Like, I the know monitor. what's going on. Yeah, him. Like monitor. I understand that he's kind of like old scene and he can tell what's going on, but he's still making some pretty dumb decisions in my point of view. I know it's probably all going to work out in the end, yeah, like, but still. I'm watching this and like part of me is like, okay, they're not going to just leave all of the Earth's dead. Like everyone who who has died is probably coming back in some capacity. Yeah. Um, yeah. But 
yeah, he's he's made some weird choices, and they like a lot of Arrow has dealt with. Can we trust this guy or not? He's saying you have to die, but do you? Like, what if there's another way? What if he's lying? Right. So they've dealt with that a lot. So it's nice to see that other characters don't trust him. Yeah. And pretty yeah. much the only one who does is Oliver to begin with. Yeah. Right. Um. And like, because I think Supergirl even says something like the monitor's wrong. Yeah. And Oliver's like, no, like we need to listen to him. He's right. Like that's yeah. just. Let's calm down a second. <laughs> yeah. So, what now? This is your guys' first introduction to the CW Supergirl. What did you think of Melissa Benoist? I thought she was great. That sh- that She's- show is hit or miss for me, but I oh, yeah. I really like her. Yes. Yeah, she seems like she is the right kind of personality for that role. And I, yeah, I, I like her a lot. I think that I have more of a need to want to watch uh, Batgirl and uh, Arrow now after watching this. But I really like her as Supergirl and hope she shows up frequently in those. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the whole first episode was set up to bring her Earth into the Earth from the other shows. Yeah. Like, no matter what happens... At the end of this, I think that is the end game is to make Earth 38 home on Earth 31. Like, I think that's the Uh-oh. end. Because I was thinking about it after they destroyed her Earth. I thought about the last few episodes of Supergirl and the mm-hmm. sets that they were using. And it was all kind of the same sets. Like the main sets that they usually use were gone. So like, oh, that's weird. I'm like, so did they just redo all of their sets because they're going to change Earths and not have the same locations anymore? Yeah. Because if that's the case, I'm all for that. That makes me really excited for the second half of Supergirl this season. Right. Because I don't know what it's going to be if that is the case. Like, if she's on Earth 1 now, that's a whole different show. Like, how do you take billions of people and adapt them to a different planet? Yeah, that's a lot where, to address. It's where like, they might yeah. already exist. Mars. Yeah, that's weird Terra- too. No, what do you make about no, that? they'll be on Earth. Like they'll still be on Earth. You you terraform Mars. No, you can't you can't terraform Mars because the Martian war between the Green Martians and the White Martians is going on and the Martian Manhunter can't go back. Okay. So Wait a minute. This is okay, so was he here's one of those things. Was he in this? Yes. Okay, good. He's the, the one he's the one who was he was the one who's flying the big spaceship. Oh, got it. I'm completely lost. Okay. I'm not a DC person. Like the closest thing that I have to DC is watching the Superman movies and the Batman movies that have come out. The the main thing you need to remember when you're reading DC or watching DC, whether it's Batman, Superman, Watchmen, just remember what David Bowie said. There's life on Mars. (laughs) Okay. So Ryan loved that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's just it's one of those things okay so when it comes to DC I know who the Flash is yes. I know his name is Barry yes that's it um if you didn't I know, know that about the, I know about the Green Lantern um yes. I know about Superman a lot more than I know about those two I know more about Batman than I know about Superman uh Supergirl I've read one comic when I was a kid and then I saw this um Arrow, I've always seen the commercials for, but because I'm more of a Marvel person, I think of Hawkeye. So, and I understand there's a difference there, but mm-hmm. still. 
so when it comes to, I mean, I've really been saying anything because you guys clearly know more about these characters than I do. So it's, this is one of the reasons why I've been kind of quiet. <laughs> Still, I think you have a interesting point of view because you don't know this stuff. So if you have questions, feel free to jump in and ask. Well, see, the thing is, yeah. you guys are going a lot further into it. Okay. Um, we probably are going a little too deep because we're still on the first yeah. hour. No, it's fine. <laughs> Here's what I mean. You guys are going into like the actors, how they're portraying the characters, stuff like that. To me, this is my introduction to a lot of them. So to me, I'm just taking at them for the first time with these actors. Okay. So I'm just we're, waiting we're gonna, to finish out. <laughs> we're going to get into some stuff soon that I think you'll be able to chime in on. Okay. Um, so, Supergirl's Earth gets destroyed. Everyone's on the Legends of Tomorrow spaceship at the end when Oliver dies. Yeah. So, the one thing that they did that I thought was really cool was they went to a different wave rider and they changed the voice of the AI to Leonard Snart. Oh, yeah? Do you know, Devin, do you know who Leonard Snart is? You should I know that know name. I don't know who Leonard Snart is. Captain Cold is a bad guy for the Flash. Mm-hmm. Um, one of his arch nemesis. Okay. Um, he was on Legends. He was on Flash, and then he was on Legends. He's been he's left the show for a, a he left the show a long time ago. Okay. But Captain Cold and Heatwave, which you see on the show, he's the bald guy who's got the gruff, gruffy voice and was yeah. dealing with the baby. It was yeah. Captain Cold and Heatwave. Okay. And it was they were played by the brothers from Prison Break. Okay. Um, That's where I know him. Yes. Um, he was the AI on the ship, which isn't usually the case, but I liked how they worked him back into the show for this yeah. major event because that is cool. his character is really cool. And just having the two of them interact, even though he wasn't there, like he was just like uh, in a bo- booth somewhere just doing voiceover. I, I really enjoyed that. So it's still cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, yeah. Cause that was the one guy was, it's the one brother. What was he? What character was he? Which one? The one that we saw. The one that we saw that was like holding the baby. That was Heatwave. That was Heatwave. Okay. Which he had one of my favorite lines so far. Which was? Uh, the beer one. When? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That so far is my favorite line in this. That, that's thing. his thing. Like as long as there's <laughs> beer, he'll go. Yeah. So. <laughs> um. No, I. The thing is, the thing with these shows is each season I have a different favorite. For a while there, it was Legends. Yeah. This year it has been Arrow. Yeah. But I have two more episodes of that, so I don't know what it's going to be after that. Um. So is Arrow ending totally after this? Yes. Oh. Arrow has two episodes left, maybe three. It's ending wow. in January, so. Oh wow. Yeah. Um. And that's a show that started it all, so. Yeah. Okay. So, so wait, Ryan, who was your favorite superhero here then? Like, after watching all three episodes, like, it doesn't need to be per episode. Like, who did you gravitate towards most? I would have to say it would be the Superman with the black crest, because that's the one I have the most connection to. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the one who's been around the longest. Yes. Uh, if, if we're going with that, that is the Christopher Reeve one, which it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, which he he was always playing the Christopher E one. That wasn't just something yeah. they retconned for this. Now, when oh, it comes yeah. to just the characters from the show that like weren't brought into this for this whole crisis thing, mm-hmm. um, 
I don't know his name. He's the I guess he's the like the psychic one. He, I I guess he's married to the one who was jumping around getting everybody originally. Oh yeah. Vibe? Like Is that the his name? Long, no, dark not hair, vibe. But no, which no, 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 he's, he's bald. bald. Bald psychic one. He's like the he's psychic married one. To the- He's married to the lady that is not the monitor, but she's also hopping around. Oh, yeah. Diggle. Yeah. Him. John Diggle. Yeah. yeah. He's on Arrow. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So far, he's my favorite one out of like all yes. of the TV show people. They do a great bit with him in the other crossovers where every time that Barry uses his speed to take him somewhere, he just gets sick and vomits. Well, I would too. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like at one point, he saves them and takes them back to like Oliver's apartment. And he's just like, and just like runs out on the porch. And it's just a great recurring gag. I'm hoping they do it again in this crossover. Um, but now they've teased that he's supposed to be the green lantern and has been the green lantern on other earths. So yeah, that would work. I mean, I'm all about that. He looks like the green lantern. Yeah. I mean, his name's John Diggle, but his middle name could be Stuart. I don't know. Yeah. That's his mo- really his cool. mother's maiden name could have been Stuart. Who knows? Yeah. Um, Devin, how about you? Who was your favorite in all of this? Arrow. Arrow. Arrow hands down John Oliver. Like, was his name John Oliver? Oliver Queen. Oliver Queen. John, John Oliver is John, another person. John Oliver is British and has a show on HBO. A- <laughs> <laughs> Oliver Queen, the not British one, is he was he was so good. Like he was, I don't know. I, I don't know what drew me to his character so much, but I just think he was he did it the best. Okay. Um, I'm getting messages on Facebook, and I can't do anything about it because we have Devin here, so please ignore the beeps. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> okay, so we talked a little bit about the Supergirl Superman. Let's talk about the, the Superman Superman. The yeah. uh, Brandon Routh's take on Superman. His return to the character. Okay. Um. What did you guys think of picking up his storyline? God, what is it? 13 years after Superman Returns? Yeah. What was the last time you guys watched Superman Returns? With you in the theater. Oh, wow. So, like, I, I remember that. We went to see it opening night in, like, IMAX. 3D. In IMAX, yeah, in Harrisburg. Where, back when they told you to put when to put the 3D, 3D glasses on. Yep. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, man. a whole new thing. How about you? When's the last time you saw Superman Returns? I haven't. Oh, really? Oh, no. That's information that would have been helpful before the crisis. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why I didn't was because I saw the previews, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it looked really bad. <laughs> it's... Oh. Okay. It's not great. Time hasn't been kind to that movie. Yeah. No. Um, mostly because of the people involved with it. Yeah. Mm. Brandon Routh was never the problem with that movie. Yeah, no, no, no. And... It's a... If you look at the movie as an homage to the Christopher Reeve movies, yeah, it's good. Which I've heard that a lot. It's just when the movie originally first came out, again, like I'm not a Superman person. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. And I forget what network was doing it, but they were showing all three of the Superman, the Christopher Reeve movies. And mm-hmm. so I watched those. Okay. Um, and I was thinking to myself, well, if I ever get the chance to watch it, I will. And then the movie came out and it got slammed pretty much. And I saw more like kind of like after release trailers of it. And just the feel of it just didn't really appeal to me. So and I think that's why it never got a sequel. 
Yeah. Until now. Like, this is the sequel. Yeah. And I wasn't sure if it wasn't, but once he mentioned his son, Jason, I was like, oh my god, they actually did it. So. That is cool, though. I, I did like that they mentioned the jo- Joker without saying Joker. Yeah. Yeah. Some, some reject from Gotham. Pretty right. practical like, yeah, joke. I know who that is. <laughs> with gas. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I appreciated that. No, they, that they, bit. they also showed a bloody card. I mean, not for his world, but for yeah. somebody else's. Uh, well, this is in the same episode, too. Uh, we'll get into that whole thing in a bit. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But I liked how they used him as the... Uh, what was the word they used for the seven heroes? The Paragon? Paragon. Paragon of hope. Yeah. Or yeah. no, he no, he's a paragon, paragon of truth. Truth. Yeah. yeah. Truth, truth, justice in the American way. Yeah. That makes sense. Or if you're Superman Returns, truth, justice, and all that stuff. <laughs> uh, Good. Because it came out in 2006, and people didn't like America then. Uh, no. Huh. No. No, I really like it. And I like the Superman fight. Like, I like that we got Superman fight, and we haven't been talking about it too much. I kind of like that guy as Lex. John Cryer. Yeah. Of two and a half. Oh, you don't men. like him as Lex. Alan and I already had this conversation yeah. before. I hate him as Lex Luthor. I... That is not my Lex. Hashtag not my Lex. So I don't know what they've done with his Lex in this, but there he's a lot more cartoony than he was on Supergirl. In Supergirl, oh, yeah? he was dark, had this evil plan. And I don't know if it's just because he's winging it as he goes along or what. Mm-hmm. But I'm not feeling John Cryer's Lex in this either. Um, which brings me to my favorite moment of the whole thing. I had a feeling. Tom Welling, like his cameo as Clark Kent and Lex showing up there to kill him. <laughs> and he just looks at him and says, you're not Lex. And like turns around and ignores him. Yeah. That part I really liked. I really did like that part because I felt because I felt exactly the same way. (laughs) You're, you're not Lex Luthor. (laughs) Get off the screen. (laughs) Yeah. So Smallville is my Superman show. Like I grew up watching that. Um, Mm -hmm. I watched every episode. I own the whole series. I can't say that for many shows. If any, I think that's the only one I own every episode of on DVD. Oh, wow. I, I was so excited for him to show up deep, knowing deep down that it's probably only going to be for one scene. And I was ready for yeah. that. Yeah. I was, I was happy with it. A lot of those, a lot of Smallville fans are not because Why? they feel ripped off that they didn't get to see him in the suit. Okay. I like what they did with the character. I think what they did is so much more meaningful than like him showing up in the suit and being like, Nah, guys, not helping. But look at how cool I look now. I I also think that the argument there there's I've been seeing the criticism of you had a show that built for ten years uh, to him being super becoming Superman, and to have him just give that up in this crossover, like an after credit scene, pretty much is kind of a letdown after ten years. But I'm like, it, he gets what he wants. Like, he gets to have that family life. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure he's not permanently rid of his powers. Right. Like, well, I don't. He's really super strong. 
Yeah, well, he's not super strong. I think he ju- he's just strong because he works on a farm. Oh, okay. Um, cutting wood. Cutting wood. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and also, like, there have been a, like the Smallville Reddit has just been going crazy with like theories on if he's coming back and why he doesn't have his powers. Like, he has a blue watch on, so people are like maybe that's blue kryptonite. That's why he doesn't have his powers. Like, that oh. would make sense. And then um, there are screen grabs from trailers for the crisis that show a Superman cape with the S on the back, like the yellow S, which we did not see yet. So it's possible that he may show up again. I'm not, or he's not, (laughs) or it's Nicholas cage or it's Nicholas cage, or (laughs) maybe, maybe it's Dean Cain. Who knows? (laughs) If it's Dean Cain, I'm going to pause my TV. Even if I'm by myself and be like, is that Dean Cain? (laughs) Who? Who? Uh, Avengers of Lois and Clark event. The Superman from the nineties. Oh, the TV show with Terry Hatcher. No. Okay. <laughs> You're was, not missing much. It was much. A, a weird footnote <laughs> in Superman's history. No, as a Smallville fan, I was brokenhearted that it was only one scene, but I appreciated that one scene for what it was. It was quality. Yeah. It was quality. It was, it was quality. a quality scene. And then you had Lois there. He has two daughters. Like it, he's back on the farm in Smallville. Yeah. Like I'm just happy he's still happy. Like after all that yeah. time, and I'm glad they kept the continuity of Lex is president. Because that's how the I show ended. He was like, president. They do a jump forward and Lex becomes president. So. Wow. Yeah. I'm bummed okay. they didn't get Michael Rosenbaum back to play Lex, but. I understand why he said no. Yeah. I mean, they really kind of only need one Lex for this plot. And also one Lex is almost too many Lexes. Yeah. Cause like I, they have this like big existential threat of like the planet destroying thing. And then they have like the anti-monitor going around and he's like a bad guy. But then also Lex is just kind of like screwing around too, killing Superman cause he can. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's, let's uh, step away from Superman for a little bit and talk about the bat. Yeah. Can I go first on this one? Yes, go right ahead. Yeah. I hate her costume. Huh? Oh, am, Batwoman? Oh. I'm not a fan. Really? Really? I No. I'm <laughs> not a fan <laughs> of that. The, the whole thing or just her entire character? And I... Really? I, My wife is staring daggers at you right now from the other fine. room. That's fine. Everybody has their... <laughs> everybody has their own taste. It's not mine. Are you okay. just talking the costume or just the... Ki- or just the whole character. The whole character. Okay. What don't you like? I mean, not not in a combative way. I'm just very curious because I. She's extremely she's extremely standoffish to begin with, mm-hmm. which is fine. But then I feel like it sits sides. Like for her to be as standoff as she is, I feel like she needs to be a little bit more self confident and in other aspects of who she is. The costume I just can't get around. I really can't. And and the thing is, and this is all coming down to taste. Like I just, maybe it's the way the character is written into this entire storyline. Maybe that's the reason why I think it's, uh, it's just, I can't for the, for this. She has been very standoffish because she's not comfortable around a lot of these people. The only one she's really comfortable around is uh, Supergirl, And that's extreme. And that's really obvious. Yeah. It's just, I'm getting this weird, like, standoffish 
shy, but at the same time, like, it's like if she's the if she's the bat person that she is, I feel like I don't know a little, a little bit more outgoing. I think I think it, but it's just that and the way that the character was like shown at like the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Like I, I've never seen pictures. I had no idea that there was a Batwoman show to begin with. Okay. And then when they show her with like the like red hair, that really threw me off. And then when she took it off, I'm like, oh, okay, short, it's all part of it. My wife is giving Ryan a copy of Batwoman by Greg Rucka. Th- that's fine. I mean, I know that Batwoman <laughs> exists. I'm going to read that. <laughs> I haven't seen the episode. So, that's I mean. Well, hold on. I I will say my thing is that this is strictly for the TV show the way that they did it for the TV show I will say I haven't seen the first season yet but she's Mm -hmm. still she is still growing into her role as a superhero so I don't know how much of that is growing pains and how much of that is Mm -hmm. just what the character is so I can't really speak to that but I think your criticism is is a lot better Mm -hmm. what what I'm seeing in here is a lot better yeah were they but I, I don't know what one? it is about the show. It, I mean, it I'm, might be the I, actress that I don't like either. I mean, th- 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 oh, th- See, I saw her in Orange is the New Black and like her from that. I saw her in Orange is the New Black too, and no. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I I think the show is a pretty faithful adaptation of that. From what I've seen of it, they seem to be doing the same kind of arc that that book covers. Yeah, but I haven't seen it yet, so I can't really speak to it that much. Um, but yeah, that's not the bat I was, uh, that's not the bat I was hinting at, but yeah. But oh yeah. But I mean, just... she was part of it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't mean to hijack that. No, it's Sorry. fine. No, 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 no I'm glad. And I also, did. I also think like it doesn't help that her introduction is on a show that isn't her show. Like oh, really? she, she shows up on Supergirl. Yeah. For the, uh... for the crossover. So it, it's kind of weird cause you get different directors and people who mm-hmm. maybe don't know that character as well. It's, it's such a new character that whereas like Barry Allen and Oliver Queen are established and everyone pretty much knows their deal. Yeah. It might be hard to like work with that in a new setting. I think yeah. I enjoyed her more in the second part, which was her episode. Yeah. Cause they yeah. gave her a lot more to do there. Yeah. They did. Yeah. I didn't really enjoy it, but they did. Yeah. Okay. So when you say you didn't enjoy it, did did you enjoy any of the Kevin Conroy stuff? Okay, Kevin Conroy? Batman, the Bruce Wayne. Oh, no, no, no. I like the idea of having, like, the old beat-up uh, evil Batman. Like, that yeah. was really cool. I was really confused on who that other person was. Was that, like, his butler? It was uh, somebody from the some soup, from Batwoman, like. Uh, oh, I think it's, like... It. Lucius Fox's step, step grandson, son, okay. something like that. Oh, okay. So you know that whole thing with like uh, Supergirl seeing like the like trophy case and everything, and like seeing that this guy's not really who they thought mm-hmm. he was. Yeah, that was all really cool. I felt like there should have been a bit more. Like, it, I didn't like the performance. From that actress. Okay. We're okay. off of that actress now. What did you yeah. think of Kevin Conroy? Okay, fine. <laughs> Still. Okay, so, no, 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 no. I liked him. Okay. I liked yeah. the whole, like, Batman being in a robot suit because he got beat up by yeah. Superman. Okay. I'm going to ask something, and I don't mean to for this to come off, like, rude, 
but mm-hmm. you know who Kevin Conroy is, right? If you show me his picture and other, you're stuff not going to know his. In, you're not going to know his picture. You're not going to know his face. I had to look him up. You're going to know his voice. Who that was? Let me guess. He's the voice from the animated series in Justice League and the Arkham games. He's the voice that we grew up with as Batman. As you yeah. guys grew up as Batman. The 1990s yeah. Batman yeah. animated series. I watched the X Men more than I watched that. Oh. Oh. Uh, who, wait, see, who was your Batman see, then? Who was my Batman? Yeah, Adam who's West. your Batman? At... We're talking voices. <laughs> like, talking he voices did the Super Friends. or actual Batman? Like live action or cartoon? Let's talk cartoons. Who's your cartoon Batman? It would probably have to be him because it's the most episodes I've seen. Yeah. But when it comes when it comes to like stuff from my past until I've done this podcast. Like if I watch something uh-huh. animated, I just watch it. Okay. And if I happen yeah. to find out who the voices are, it's because I cared to once in a blue moon, read what the credits said or the, somebody. The, told whole, the, whole, like, the whole reason it. they brought him into this is because this is his first time playing a live action Batman. And they made him yeah. play a dick Batman. Yeah. Yeah. They I really mean, did though. I feel bad. For I him. mean, there's a good bit of dick Batmans out there. Yeah, I know there are, but I mean, still, like, I don't know. And then there's that time where Dick Grayson becomes Batman. <laughs> then there's a real Dick Batman. My favorite. Batman. And My... there's an Earth in the Multiverse where Liam Neeson plays Batman. And... Don't be a what? dick, Dick. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a thing? In the Multiverse? Sure. Why not? Yeah. If in, infinite Earths. Liam Neeson's dick is just, where's the cow? Liam Neeson's dick is just Batman. I love it. I think the only disappointing thing about him as Batman was how quickly he died. I'm just glad they didn't just have him in that suit the whole time and not fight at all. Yeah. Like, I'm glad they gave him something to do instead of just be, like, injured. Yeah. The fact that he actually went toe-to-toe with Supergirl a little bit and brought the kryptonite out, which I thought was really cool. That reminded me a lot of, like, Dark Knight. In Dark Knight Rise, like the the comic series of it, not yeah, the, and I I think that's kind of what they were going for with that one because yeah. that was it Earth, like it. it was Earth ninety nine, so I thought maybe they were going to go like a Batman Return or Batman Beyond route because he yeah, was he was the old, he was the older Bruce Wayne in that, and a lot of the Earths like their numbers have a meaning towards something, mm-hmm. so I guess maybe because he's the older Bruce Wayne, that's what they were going for, but. Sure. I was disappointed we didn't get like a cameo of Will Friedell as like Terry McGinnis. That would have been so cool. Maybe we will. Who knows? It's true. It could happen. Terry for Kale as who? Will Friedell. <laughs> um, Eric Matthews from Boy Meets World. Okay. The older brother. Yes. Uh-huh. Was the voice of Batman Beyond. The old or the young? The young one. Okay. Yeah. Kevin Conroy like was still the suit. old one. Okay. That I watched a lot of. Yeah. Batman Beyond. So so you're used to Kevin Conroy as an older Batman. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just going to name drop. I've met Kevin Conroy at a con once and he's, he was like exhausted and I could tell us. So I felt bad getting his autograph, but I still got his autograph. Oh, oh yeah. Good. I felt, bad, just not that bad. I felt bad, but just <laughs> he took my money. So I don't feel that bad. <laughs> there you go. You got paid. Yeah, so I did. I did really like that part. I think, I think the part of it, the only part of that whole thing I didn't like, because I do like. I I think I'm interested enough in Batgirl. I don't like the whole like, you were the thing the whole time. 
Like, hmm. I think that part I thought was a little bit hokey. Like, fine. Like, I get it. And I think that it's cool that she's a paragon because she's going to be a main character. And I don't know what that means for her story. But, like, it was like, it's like, I didn't have the secret ingredient. There was no secret ingredient. It was water. The secret ingredient was your confidence. Like, okay, uh, Michael Jordan. <laughs> exactly. Space Jam. Uh, yeah. I, You're a sports guy. Jam. What's your opinion on Space Jam? I love it. Okay. You like Just it? wanted to make okay. sure. Yeah, no. When it comes to sport movies, there are very few that I don't like. Mm-hmm. But Space yeah. Jam is definitely at the very top of like my favorites list. Uh, Yay. And, 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 and I am not a fan of basketball. Yeah. Is there anyone who's a big fan of ba- basketball anymore? A lot of people, actually. Okay. Oh. Uh, I didn't Huge. Know. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, my brother-in-law set up a Discord server for a bunch of us. So it has yeah. a, has one of those bots that will just play music. So I tested it out. I was like, play Space Jam. And it played Space yes. Jam. I was like, yes. <laughs> um, oh, okay. I love that. So we already talked about them bringing Oliver Queen back to life. I'm trying to think yeah. what else happened in part two that we need to talk about. I wasn't expecting Lucifer. Was he the actual devil? Okay, let's talk about Lucifer. Yeah, what's okay. Yeah, what's going on with that? So you guys know the show Lucifer that was on Fox was, and is now was on he Netflix. From the show Lucifer? That, yes, that was the same That's a DC actor. thing. That's a DC thing. You sound that's like my brother. That's so cool. Yeah, it's a DC comic show. Um, they don't advertise it that much, but no. it's based on the uh, the comic line of Lucifer. Okay, so Constantine then is my favorite DC character. Period. Okay. <laughs> Good. I mean, I'm, I'm just coming full circle on this because if Constantine and Lucifer yeah. is in the whole DC thing, mm-hmm. then my favorite DC movie is Constantine. Even though Keanu it's not Reeves really one. Yes. I own it. I have never seen it. It is one of my what? favorite. It is one oh, of my top 15 movies. On the list. Yeah, okay. it's a good movie. It's oh, I love it. I it's a I, good movie. I would re- I'm really interested to watch it now that I've seen Constantine on the two seasons of Legends of Tomorrow. Which I think is a yeah. whole different like tone of show, but okay. It's oh yeah, Very on the much list. So. I love. Uh, so I wasn't expecting Lucifer to show up in this. I, no. I knew he. I I had heard rumors that he might. And they showed Earth six sixty six. Like, oh, that's very specific. Why would <laughs> yeah. they go there? And then I saw him. I was like, oh, <laughs> that's why. That's gotcha. why. Gotcha. Like, I get it. Okay, well so. Done. So is that an earth that like Lucifer's like in our I think it's or just, something? Or? I think it's just because his show is DC, but not on the CW. Then okay. it's just kind of like, yeah, yeah this, this happens out there. Like it's, it's a thing, but we're not going to. Okay. Like, I think he can yeah, jump he, between earths because he knew Constantine. So yeah. Yeah. And he's the devil. Yeah. And he's the devil. And he's the devil. He's yeah. The devil. yeah. So. I thought that was fun. That, that was the only. Uh, cameo so far where I was like oh yeah like, that, that's a nice little surprise like oh so you weren't surprised by any of these so far <laughs> not really I knew most of them I knew Tom Welling I knew the Robert Wall and Burt Ward's ones um I was surprised at how much they gave um Huntress from Birds of Prey to do yeah I was surprised about that too uh I thought it was just going to be like her looking up at the sky and dying like um Alexander Knox but no they gave her like a whole chase scene yeah, and watching yeah, the watching cool. Watchtower get destroyed. 
Mm-hmm. So I, I I enjoyed that. Uh, I've never watched Birds of Prey, but I can appreciate it. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I knew that. Yeah, I, I I've been casually aware of them for a while. Like that's about that's about as like far as that goes for me. I thought it was cool that she was there and like I recognized who it was. Which like for me, if I recognize some of these characters, I'm like, oh, that one, and I get like really excited. I, I think there's going to be a lot more of oh wow, I didn't expect that in the next two episodes because I know they're filming yeah. more cameos over their break. Oh, because they're not done. They're not done filming this, so the next two are going to be huge. Because I think I think they're using the time off to really lean into production and just yeah. have fun with it. Deadpool so better cool. show up. Hmm? Deadpool better show up. This is something he would pop himself into. Oh, I, I would love it. I no, this is what I want. I want Ryan Reynolds to show up as Green Lantern and then have Dare or had Deadpool come in and kill him. Like, <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. And then he looks at the screen and go, "Sorry," and then he just disappears. <laughs> okay. Um So the other cameo from the third episode was the 90s Flash. Yes. This, the other Flash who was on the treadmill. Yeah. Um, John Wesley Ship has been on Arrow since the first season. Well, oh. he he played his he played his dad, uh, okay. and then they brought in him as a Flash from another world. Because you mm-hmm. you when we were first talking about doing this for the show, Devin, you expected. Um, what did you expect to happen with the Flash? So this is what I thought this whole show was going to be. By the way. I thought episode one was going to be like some vague bad guy because it was a Supergirl episode, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I thought some like vague bad guy I've never heard of, like Steppenwolf or White Snake or some other like <laughs> 80s band name Joss comes Whedon. down to Super. Joss Whedon comes down, <laughs> like Supergirl fights them and like Supergirl loses. And then at the end, like they're like we see like a flash of lightning and like. Tin Hat Flash comes in and goes, what? Where am I? And then, like, hard cut to black. And, like, I thought that's how this was going to go. And then eventually they were just going to keep adding more superheroes until it was, like, chickens in, like, a very small coop. Where, like, eventually, <laughs> like, Superman was bumping into Superman, was bumping into Green Lantern, and Martian Manhunter was flying over top of them. And there was, like, no room for anyone. That's what I thought this series was going to be. And I told Devin, oh, they did the, the metal hat flash thing at the end of the first season of Flash. So you you, you missed that like six years ago. Man. Was it exactly what I thought it was, though? Like the flash like ran too fast. So, so what happens? Like, what? what happens is at the, in the last episode, he does go as fast as he's gone and it opens uh-huh. like a, a hole through the multiverse and the hat, yeah. hat breaks through. So they, oh, the, the hat just kind of falls to the ground and they pick it up like, what's this? And then the next season you get to meet Jay, Jay Gehrig. Gotcha. So, um, I liked older Flash in this one. Although for me, not knowing who that person was, it made his scene a lot less impactful because the, the Barry, his name is Barry Allen. Not mm-hmm. the, the younger one is Barry Allen. Yes. The Barry Allen that we're following, I now care about because I follow him. I see his relationship with his wife. I want him to win. I don't want him to die. Here's a perfect sacrifice of a character I just met. I'm like, yeah, make him run backwards on the treadmill. That'll do it. Don't die, person I care about. You die. And, like, they did that, and I thought that was great. But it because I didn't know who he was and have exposure to him before – 
it made that scene a lot less impactful for me. Yeah, I I felt weird about the flashback to him and his wife that they yeah. showed. But just thinking about it now, it makes sense because we're seeing our Barry, Barry Allen with his Iris. It makes sense yeah. to see that Barry Allen with his love. Because I don't know. I don't think it was Iris. That was I don't think that was her name. Um, yeah, I forget. But it, I, it's a nice juxtaposition to see what yeah. he what he had lost and what he's saving for, for the our Barry to from losing, like saving him. Yeah. So. I like the older costume better. I'm not a fan of the new, I'm not a huge fan of the new flash costume. Like going back oh, and yeah. rewatching the older, um, crossovers, his older costume. So much better. I want the hood. Oh, really? The, uh, yeah. I want the hood in the gold ears. My flash <laughs> yeah. has the hood in the gold ears. Yeah. Like the, 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 <laughs> the, the red velvet, your statue thing that you have on the bookshelf. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's all getting moved to that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So pretty much everyone loses at the end of part three. Every earth is destroyed. The paragons are rescued by um, Ed who has like three different names apparently because I okay. got confused on that. So one. Do you, it, I don't have time to go through the Harry Wells of everything. That's fine. that actor. <laughs> that actor has been on The Flash in season one and has played uh-huh. at least twenty versions of the same character. <laughs> Whoa! Because Good for him, they do like a con- Council of Wells. Like he, he plays this the Harry Wells from every plant, every Earth. So wow. and now this one has turned into the pariah, yeah, and is like doing yeah. his thing, which is in the comics, but I haven't finished it yet. So I'll definitely finish Crisis before this thing ends. I yeah. started it beforehand with 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 the hope of finishing it in time, but I got through like three issues. Like, yeah, I'm not making through another twelve. <laughs> so <laughs> I will say the first hour is very faithful to the first two issues of the comic. With the oh, tower, really? with the tower and the the shadow demons, I was very impressed yeah. by that. Uh, they were cool. The uh, shadow, the demons, shadow to demons to me reminded me of the uh, dementors from Harry Potter. Dementors, yeah. yeah. I mean, was, I was I was I was watching it, and they come out, and I'm like, oh, they're gonna suck their souls out. Kill <laughs> us for all going to the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's the crossover. Yeah. So at the end of it, they're all in the zero point, which. Is something they have touched upon on Legends at one point. Okay. Um, I'm I'm not happy with the way it ended. And no, why? Lex, I had a feeling it was going to do this. Lex Luthor. Oh. I did not like Lex Luthor twist. I I wanted that Superman to stay. Yeah. Like I. Like I know he's not going to be gone forever because. It's that's just not how this is going to end. I don't. I didn't want Lex Luthor to be there. Like I just don't. So <laughs> I, I like he I, was going to be. I, I knew. I knew that that Lex was going to be a bad idea as soon as they brought him in, and oh, I yeah. saw him, and I'm like, that's not Lex Luthor. That's a bad Lex Luthor, and he's going to be bad, and he's being bad, not evil bad, just so, bad. 
<laughs> I, I think my only problem with him, because I like, I think I like what the character is doing with him, even if he's a little cartoonish. Like, I'll buy into that. I think what I don't understand is his motivation. Because at some point in episode one, a woman talks to another woman. I don't know who any of these two are. And they go, look, I know you hate me, but all of the worlds are ending and I need your help. And the one girl goes, just because we're working together doesn't mean we're okay. friends. But then she helps. And I feel like Lex needs to have some sort of skin in this game, too. Like, okay. Why is he not concerned? Uh, I think he's just he died and was brought back to life by the monitor. So he he's like uh, on an extra life to begin with. So I think that explains part of his attitude. Yeah. Now. That whole thing with Supergirl's sister and Lex Luthor's sister is something that they've been exploring on Supergirl. That's so, who that is? Yes. The the one who's like, I okay. we're not friends, even though I'm helping yeah. save the world. Um, yeah. She was, she feels betrayed by Supergirl because she was friends with Kara Danvers and was working oh. with Supergirl and they never told her her secret identity until Lex, Lex spoiled it and pissed her off. So she, she just feels betrayed and has like gone through this whole arc of Supergirl will pay, but I'm still a good girl, but I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm not the bad guy, but I'm not, I'm, I'm still pissed, but I'm doing this for the humanity, yeah. but like she, she's going evil. Like she's following in the Luther footsteps, but yeah, it's a slow burn. And, um, sure. It just felt really awkward in this. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, but I also understand. I, I understand the whole, like, I hate the fact that you're doing this and I have to work with you, but like, we're all going to die if I don't. So I'll help out. Like, yeah. I think that's part of what I wanted from Lex, but I get it. Like I, you know, if he's on an extra life, whatever. Yeah. He he got his one-up green mushroom. So. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's all it was. To, to me, Lex Luthor composes himself like a Sith Lord. Like, very composed, you know, very direct, you know, very confident. And in this, he's just coming off as a goofball. Yeah. And that's what I don't like. No, that's fair. Yeah. He, yeah. Really, he really is goof-off uh, in this one. And I... I I didn't see that in the Supergirls he was on, but doesn't mean it wasn't there. I just didn't pick up on it. Like he had like yeah. comical moments, like one-liners, like an evil oh, yeah. mastermind would have, but it wasn't to this extent. So, yeah. Okay, let's talk about. So we have two hours of this left that we get in January. What are yeah. you guys' predictions? Anything? I think that Lex Luthor. <laughs> I think Lex Luthor is going to be more important to a lot of it than we think he is, and that I think the reason that he's kind of like running around, messing around, doing what he's doing, is to distract us from something else. And I think that that's going to kind of circle itself back. Okay. I. What are you? What do you guys think the odds are that we get like a Avengers Endgame style shot with everyone in it at once? Oh. I mean, that's what I want. Like, it'll be very bad green screen. Like, not everyone's there, obviously. Yeah. But, like, but, like obviously, like, these were shot in two different locations on, on like, three different months. But, yeah. <laughs> like, no one shares I, the screen together. Yeah. But I still I, want that, though. Like, I want is like, that's, to me, that was the promise of this. For me, I would, I, if it's one of each person, but they're all together, I think I'd be okay. 
Like, but if they do, like, a pan shot and there's, like, four different Supermen and, like, four different versions of, like, Bat and, like, three different Flashes, like, I, no. <laughs> it's, see, it's, I, yeah. I'm just saying the opposite. I guess I just mean, like, anyone that we've seen so far in the crossover. Because my whole, my whole thing, like, the whole, the whole Smallville thing, like, I like that scene for what it was. I also, I told Ryan this last night, it's a little bit of a Chekhov's gun to me. Like, mm-hmm. why would you bring yeah. in that Clark Kent, establish he doesn't have powers, and just leave it at that? Because I feel That's like true. he would also be the, the kind of guy who's like, oh, the multiverse is in trouble. I'm going to brood over this listening to early 2000s pop music and yes. then go help save the day but in, yeah. in a flannel. <laughs> Isn't his world destroyed now, though? They would have to bring him back somehow. Hmm? They would have to bring him back somehow. With the powers? Well, his Earth's destroyed. All the the Earths are destroyed. Yeah, I know. So they have to bring bring everyone back. So, Mm. like, that's the thing. Like, I know all of this is going to be for nothing because it's like all the Earths are coming back because they're going to. Like, it. Are they going to come back in a reverse motion of how they were disintegrated by the wave? Because I really like that effect. Yeah, that was a cool effect. Of like how everybody turned to like dust smoke stuff. I I don't know. I liked it a little bit more when I saw it in uh, Infinity War. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Is there a death that you think they're not going to reverse? Because I think like I watched old Flash die and went, all right, he'll be back. Like I watched... You know, I mean, like, I, I don't I think, think these people are dead forever. I think he's dead. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah? think I don't think Earth 38 comes back. You don't think so? No, I think. I think the whole point of this was to get Supergirl on this Earth. For reasons like just so they can not have to worry about the multiverse time travel every time that they they want to do right. it across every time they hop every time they want to do a musical episode with the flash and supergirl they can just do it they don't have to like transdimensional <laughs> that's a thing they did it there's that's a musical good. episode of flash and supergirl it's not good it's not great what? i got to watch it i got to watch it <laughs> cuz they were both on glee so you know what cw's like okay we're going to do this and then they brought in uh victor garber who was on legends of tomorrow at the time and is okay. a musical guy uh, Jesse Martin, who was in Rent and is on The Flash, and John Barrowman, who was on Arrow. It has nothing to do with any of these characters. He came in and did a song. God, I love it. I want to watch it. Okay, is it better or is it worse than the Scrubs musical? Uh, worse. I love the Scrubs musical. I love the Scrubs musical, yeah. It's definitely worse. Okay, well, I still want to watch it. Yeah. It's on Netflix. I'll find out which episode it is yeah, and let good. you know. Ryan's just been like hand, head in his hands, like <laughs> yeah. I I'm not making you watch it for the show, so no, that's that's I the know, one crossover I that I'm I watching it for that's me. Fine. My yeah. my thing is too, and I have to get this out there. And I know this is not this is not going to be popular for people who like all of these shows and the network that they're on. But there's something about the CW that I don't like. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's something that has been there ever since before was the CW, back when Seventh Heaven was on TV. The only TV show that has ever come out of the CW that I enjoy is Gilmore Girls. 
because I because because after work I spent twenty minutes going through different shows that's been on the CW and trying to find shows that I like and trying to figure out why I don't like CW TV shows. And it's across the board. They're definitely made for a younger generation. And I think the the thing with these CW, I call them the DCW shows. Um, yeah. I think they're, they're the more universal for a more universal age group. But they still lean towards the younger audience. It's not even... And you're just old as fuck. No, 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 no. no. (laughs) It's not just the fact that it's geared for, like, a younger audience. It's the style. Like, all of these CW shows have, 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 like, the same type of, like film style and lighting and everything else. And Devin, I see you with your hands. Preach it. Preach it. I'm just saying that like all of these shows, they're shot almost exactly the same. And I can't like, I'm like, yeah, it's like I'm watching crisis. I know that you guys are going to be talking about it. So I'm watching it and I'm getting invested in the storyline because if I don't focus on the storyline, this is painful for me. <laughs> this is what this is what I like to call. And I was thinking about this today too because I was watching it last night, and Ramona came home from work and watched some of it with me. And she goes, "What is this? It looks like a soap opera, but there are superheroes here. Why does this look so bad?" And at that point, I had been I like sure when I watched it, I was like, "Yeah, this isn't like their combat isn't as you know acrobatic as like the Avengers is." And you know what I mean? Like, as soon as I, like, flipped that switch of, like, I can't be comparing this to, like, the Avengers movie, then I was on board with it. But it's the Doctor Who effect. It's every single person that I've ever met that is into Doctor Who started watching and went, what is this? This is disgusting. This is filmed terribly. The lighting's off. The special effects are terrible. Why are you watching this? It's just a British guy running around. And then they go, oh, but who's that? Oh, but what are they doing? Oh, but that's what that plot is? And they slowly get into it more and more and more, and then you learn to embrace that part of it too. But like, at least for Doctor Who, the people that I talk to, that's the biggest barrier barrier for entry, and that seems like the same thing here, where the style that it's filmed in and like the graphics seem to be like the biggest barrier for entry because the plot is good and the characters are well written, and like I just think that sometimes that's jarring. Yeah, and it's I def- keep on waiting for the Seventh Heaven family to come walking through the background. I mean, everybody, like, everybody but the dad, because to yeah, hell yeah. with that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah not the dad. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, like, because I was going through and I was looking at all of, all of the shows that have aired on the CW, and I'm like, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, you know, I'm thinking to myself, have I liked anything? Like, oh, Gilmore Girls. <laughs> I might like something else on here. No, no, no. And I'm going through on all these different shows that I've seen. And like I said, I like what they're doing on crisis. I'm mm-hmm. enjoying it. I just really have to focus on that. <laughs> <Just> really- <laughs> I, part of me wonders if it has to do with them filming in Canada. I don't know because here, cause I think, I think it's part of the thing with these shows that bugs me is they're all shooting in the same city. Oh. Yeah, it's not even that. Because here, you know how I always say that there are certain movies that just, it's hard for me to watch. Mm-hmm. And, and we've debated and we've had theories about maybe like frame rate. Yeah. This is what I'm talking about. Huh. The Divergent movies, that Power Ranger movie that came out recently. Mm-hmm. 
like watching that is exactly like watching these these CW shows. And I It's like the youth filter. Yeah, and that's like it's it, it, it's like it's either like the screen is too crystal clear for what's going on or 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 oh, perfect. And I think this might help. There's a conversation between two characters in crisis and both of them are like super focused and like they're super sharp and mm-hmm. everything else is blurry. Yeah. That bothered me. I think a lot of it has to do with like cheap green screen effects. Possibly, but some of this stuff is actual sets. Like when they're talking in like they're like when they're talking in rooms and you can tell that they're talking in an actual room and it's not green screen. Like, it's mm-hmm. still there. See, it just I, might be a filter that they put I on these I don't think things. it's a filter. I think it's... I don't, I don't know what well, it I mean, is. I mean, the thing is, Ryan is not alone in this, though. I just Googled, um, are CW shows shot differently? Or, like, are they shot? And the first one that comes up is our subreddit post on why do all CW shows look the same? <laughs> and and it was kind say? of his point. Uh Someone brought up the fact that they're all shot in Vancouver and that maybe it's just because of what Vancouver offers. They all kind of look the same there. Um, There wasn't any constructive criticism. Mostly he like the original poster, like mentioned a show that wasn't a CW show and they're tearing him apart for throwing in a show. that's not a CW show. Um, Uh, I I understand what you're saying. Never change. (laughs) Yeah. All right. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what it is. It might just be the style of camera that they're using at those studios for the CW. It might be something that they do to it in post, like a filter yeah. that they, they add on there. I don't think it's something that they do when they shoot it. I think it has to do with like the the after effects of it all. Yeah, because yeah. it's just everything. It's like... I don't know how else to describe it. Okay. Yeah, I, I, no, and I, I understand, but it's like I said, for me, it's like the Doctor Who effect, and Doctor Who is like one of my favorite shows. So I, I just know that sometimes that's something that I'll just have to get over. Yeah. All right. So this put, I think we're going to put a pin on the crisis conversation for the time being. (laughs) I can't wait. I can't wait for the end of it, though. I'm excited. All right. So for you have to watch this podcast, I'm Alan. I'm Ryan. And I'm Devin. And statistically speaking, flying is still the safest way to fly. Or travel. <laughs> Whatever. Fuck. <laughs> oh, shit. That's not what I wanted. <laughs> you hung, I hung up on him. I, I meant to stop the recording and I just hung up on Devin. <laughs> I saw the wrong red button. There he is. I hit the wrong red button. <laughs> I saw the red button and just hung up on your face. I thought that was a mic drop. I thought you were no. like, oh, I did it better for Done. <laughs> no. I thought that was. I was like, wow. All right. No, I – okay. Let's let's try that one more time. For you have to watch this podcast, I'm Alan. I'm Ryan. And I'm Devin. Up, up, and away.